I'm on a mission. A mission to speak with the most inspiring people from all over the world. I want to know their stories. I want to know what stories they used to tell. And are those the same stories that they're telling today? Or did they redefine that story to overcome limiting beliefs and achieve their dreams? I want to help them share their stories. Why? Because I know the power of the story. I know that it can make or break you. It can give you the world or it can tear it apart. There's always two sides going down in your head and you get to choose. Will I listen to the one that's trying to stop me or the one that keeps pushing? These are their stories and this is the stories we tell. What's up guys, it's your host, Jamie Messina and listen, you get me today. Happy Friday, it's just me. And before we get started in the episode, I do wanna let you know that this coming Wednesday, April 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern, we are having the second Stories We Tell live event. I try to do this every other month where we bring um, some of the most popular podcast guests back live on a Zoom with me, with you, with them. We have an open discussion. They share a little bit of their story and you get to go a little further into that by asking questions and interacting with them. So for this month, we have Molly Down Stoller. We have Brittany Cooley. We have Jamie Filer. And I am super pumped to uh, get that going with y'all and um, you know, just having that powerful conversation. So if you want to join us for that, check um, the description. There is a link to register so that you get the link and everything and uh, we can get going. Now, listen, if you find value in any of the episodes that we share here, if you find value in today's episode, please consider going and leaving a five-star review. That is how I'm going to be able to reach my goal of rippling out to at least a million people. Um, If you go and review it, it helps the algorithm. More people will see the podcast, more of them will have more listeners and you know the deal. So if you find value, please go ahead. That's the only thing I ask is that you leave us a review. And um, yeah, let's get into it today. So today I want to talk about boundaries. And I'll just share a little bit about my past. I didn't know what a boundary was until the past couple years. I didn't understand it. Um, I definitely didn't learn them when I was young. I maybe even learned the opposite is that like my needs didn't necessarily matter that I should put other people first. And I don't even really know where that came from. Um, It all comes from somewhere though, right? Uh, But yeah, it wasn't serving me. And so um, over the course of the past 10 years, boundaries came up more and more and I wanted to get better at setting them because I knew that in order for me to thrive, in order for me to keep my peace, in order for me to protect my energy, I needed to set them. And I know many people have a hard time setting and enforcing boundaries. And some of you might not even be exactly sure what they are, right? So boundaries are limits we set with other people in order to protect our relationships and ourselves. Boundaries are guidelines that we communicate to others that let them know how we want and need to be treated in order for the relationship to be at its best. Now, I'm gonna take it one step further and say that a healthy relationship cannot exist without boundaries, okay? Um, And a lot of times, you know, people, they might see them as another word. They might see them as threats. They might see them as, you know, ultimatums or, and it's not meant to be um, an aggressive thing. It's meant to protect the relationship. It's meant to protect the friendships or whatever it is. And for some people, setting boundaries is simple. For others, it's a process that has to be learned like myself and practiced. 
So learning how to set boundaries, guys, it's a skill. And it's one that we become better at um, the more we practice it. So be patient with yourself in this process. And maybe this episode, if you are new to setting boundaries, is just, um, you know, the beginning step in learning how to set boundaries and, and doing that for yourself. So how do we set boundaries? Today, I'm going to share with you a few tips for beginners on how to set and hold boundaries, okay? And hopefully this is helpful for you, like I said, because it will help your relationships to thrive. And that's what we want, right? Healthy, thriving relationships. So the first thing I would say when when setting boundaries or when beginning the steps to setting boundaries is you really have to get to know yourself. If you don't know who you are and what you stand for, there's no way that you'll be able to set boundaries because you're all over the map. You don't know, right? And boundaries are very clear um, lines that that you don't want to be crossed or that, you know, you have to know who you are. If you're secure in yourself and you're secure in your values and you understand this is what I am about, it is easy to identify when you need to set a boundary and what that boundary is. So the first thing I would say is focus on what makes you you. What are your values? What are your interests? What are your goals? What are non-negotiables for you? in relationships and in friendships and in interactions even, you know, how can you get what you want and avoid what you don't want if you don't even know yourself, right? So I would say, um, let's say for example, um, one of your boundaries is like, you just really want to protect your energy and keep things really high vibe. And it's not that you don't want to listen to friends when they have issues and stuff like that, but maybe you um, are aware that when people come and, and talk shit or, you know, they're, just unloading their problems on you, not just once, but all the time. And it, and it drains your energy. And you find that for the rest of the day, you don't have any energy left to, to go about your day. And, and it really just kind of sucks your joy. Um, you might want to send a, a boundary with that person. If it's one person that keeps coming back and say, hey, listen, I, I, I was there for you that first time, but this is really every time we meet. And when I leave these interactions, I leave here feeling drained and um, my own energy is drained and I, it's really affecting me. So moving forward in our friendship, I would love to continue to have chats with you and maybe we can set a time aside where we can talk about any issues that come up. Or you could say, maybe I'm not the person or not even maybe, I am not the person for that. Um, but I know a good therapist you can talk to. <laughs> you know what I mean? But just know yourself if you want to protect your energy. What is it that is of value to you? You know, what are your values? What are your interests? What are your goals? Get to know yourself. That is step one. Step number two, um, or another tip, practice awareness and um, observe, observe others. So pay attention to the people in your life that are really, really good at setting limits and setting boundaries, okay? What common behaviors can you identify in the people you know who are really good at setting and holding boundaries? Observe them. And once you observe them and understand and become aware of these behaviors, model them. Do the same. Watch how they set the boundaries. Watch how they, um, you know, do that. And it's really easy, guys. Success leaves clues, okay? So if you find somebody in your life that's really good at setting boundaries and holding boundaries, and you watch them and you observe them, emulate that, right? Uh, mirror them. Model them. And that's how you can begin to learn how to set boundaries for yourself. So that's number two. The third tip that I have for you is be intentional with your time. We have a very, very short time here on earth. And guess what? We don't know how short it is, but we know it's short. We just don't know how short it is, right? So are you mindful of how you're spending your time? Are you mindful of, you know, 
are you wasting your time or are you doing things or you find yourself doing things that you don't want to do? You're wasting time doing things that you don't even want to do. Now, is how you divide up the time that you have representative of your values, your goals, your wants? So take a look at that. First of all, be intentional with your time. But number one, maybe you need to evaluate your time first. So if you're evaluating the time and how you uh, like share it, um, ask yourself, do I need to make some adjustments? Are there areas here that don't align with what I want? And then just adjust, guys, and make the adjustments when necessary. Life is too short to be spending time in areas that don't align with who you are and what you want and what you value. It just is. I mean, that's a matter of fact. And sometimes, if you're like me, a former people pleaser, you're like, oh, but but I need to do this for so-and-so, or I need to, you know, like they'll think I'm mean. Well, guess what? Life's too short for that, man. If there's one thing that I know, it's um, I talked about this earlier on my, my live st- um, stream, is that there's this book out there. It's called The Five Regrets of the Dying, the number one regret of dying people, okay? There was a, a hospice nurse who had the opportunity to have conversations with people who were, to, who were gonna die. And she found out what the number one regret of dying people was. And it wasn't that they were mean to so-and-so or by setting boundaries or this, that, and the other thing. It was that they were living a life for other people. They were doing things for other people and not doing things for themselves, what they truly wanted. Because they didn't want to be mean. Or they didn't want uh, people to think a certain way of them. Or they didn't think that uh, it might disappoint this one. That was their number one regret, okay? So let's be intentional with your time. There's not a lot of time here. And pay attention. The, The people who were dying, their number one regret was that. Doing things for other people. Tip number four. Say no. And I'm leaving a long space there on purpose. No, no is a complete sentence. Practice saying no firmly and confidently. And guess what, guys? Um, you, you don't have to explain. If you don't want to do something, really all you have to say is no. You really don't need to explain why or, you know, give a reason or excuse. You just say no. It's a complete sentence. So practice saying no and practice saying it firmly and confidently. Okay? Tip number five, be direct. Don't be wishy-washy or beat around the bush. Be clear and concise with your communication. So like I said before, I use the word maybe. Take the word maybe out. Hey, listen, so-and-so, Sally. Hey, listen, Sally. Every time we interact, you come to me with stuff that is like really low frequency. You're gossiping. You're talking about, um, you know, how you hate your job and hate this and other thing. And at the end of our conversations, I feel really drained. So moving forward... If we want to remain and keep this friendship alive, I'm going to ask that you no longer have those conversations with me. Period. Be clear and concise. Don't beat around the bush. You got to let people know what you want. So communication is everything. Let them know. You have to be clear. Because if you're not clear, there's room for like, well, you know, maybe I'll still... They, they, They need to know. Be very clear and concise with your communication. Number six, state your feelings. Now, in order to do this, you must first be aware of your feelings. So let's practice identifying our emotions and recognizing the signs. So let's say Sally again. When Sally comes and um, she's, you know, gossiping or talking how much she hates this or that or whatever, and maybe it's causing anxiety in you. And you recognize, man, why is my stomach like going in knots or why do I feel really um, agitated? And you're like, oh man, this is making me anxious. Okay, so now you can... Um, identify that that's what's happening when you're talking to Sally, right? 
And once you do this, communicate your feelings and without apology. Hey, listen, Sally, when you come to me with this, and I'm laughing because Sally's the word I always, the name I always use, but it's, it's my grandmother's uh, nickname was Sally. Um, so once you do this, communicate your feelings without apology, right? So, hey, Sally, when you come to me and you are constantly complaining and constantly like gossiping about other people, I feel really anxious when the, I feel really anxious when you do this and I don't like that and then move into the direct. So moving forward, our conversations, um, I wanna keep them positive or, you know, on the outlook, up, up look. And then and if that can't happen, then maybe we should, you know, not be friends anymore. You just have to be clear and concise and state your feelings, okay? Number seven, prioritize yourself. So this might seem like it's selfish, but making yourself a priority it's super important, guys. If, if if you aren't a priority for you, you're definitely not going to be a priority for anybody else. Like, if not you, who is going to make you a priority, right? When we ride on a plane, right? What is the first thing they say? A little flight attendant comes out. They're like making us listen to their announcements. What do they say? When the mask drops, put it on yourself first and then help the people around you. Why? Well, because if you go and help everyone around you, Pretty quickly, you're going to be on the floor passed out because you're not going to have any air. Same thing with life, man. Take care of you, and then you'll be able to help other people better. By prioritizing yourself, you are going to actually um, nourish your relationships, right? You can't pour from an empty cup. So prioritizing you, it's actually for the benefit of others. So it's not selfish, you know? And this is also super important to avoid having resentment. Um, so those are seven tips. I just wanted to share, you know, seven tips for beginners on how to really set boundaries. And I think this is just the beginning step to really understanding what's important to you and maybe like the first steps in learning how to set boundaries. And, and you can start small. Maybe it's just you practice, you dip your toe in and, and you know, you just start with something small, right? These are just a few ways that beginners can start to impl- implement setting boundaries. And be patient with yourself because this is a process. This is something that you will continue to improve over time. And setting boundaries, listen, it's not only going to help you thrive, but everyone around you as well. And I know it can be uncomfortable. And I know that sometimes when people are used to walking all over you or just doing whatever, that they're not going to receive the boundary very well. And that might make you feel like you're being mean or, oh man, maybe I should take it back. You got to hold to it. I promise in the long run, you will be respected. You will be respected more and you will feel more at peace and be able to have more joy in your life when you set and hold boundaries that are true to you and who you, how you want to show up in the world. All right, guys, so that's today's episode. I hope that you're going to have an amazing Friday. I hope that you have an amazing weekend. Um, I love you all and uh, just continue to show up here. I love chatting with you. And if you have any suggestions on somebody that you want me to interview, send it my way. I'm always looking for people to connect with to get on the show. All right, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good day.